You're listening to He Said, She Said, The One with Books and Bros. This is another one from the vault of that lost blog that I found. It's about the book Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. Dear Jane. Dear Jane, you're my favorite. You've been treated cruelly your entire life, left wanting for all of your days. At best, you would describe yourself as plain and poor. There's so much heart to you, though, so much heart yours is the story of a normal girl who with no particular aim in life and nothing to recommend herself to greatness accepts a position as a governess because that was the door that opened itself up to her so there you are living in that house and loving that child quite contentedly never wanting more and never thinking of anything else you didn't think jane or it would have occurred to you that children have fathers this is normally no great matter until you encounter the father of this one Love stirs in your heart and it makes no sense. Really, Jane, it makes absolutely no sense. There's no compatibility there whatsoever. Not family, circumstance, finance, position, class, or age. There's a vast gap between you in all areas, yet somehow there's no one closer. There's absolutely no similarity, yet staggering degrees of symmetry. If Emily had written you down rather than Charlotte, as is the case, she would have said, whatever souls were made of, yours and his were the same. It would have accurately applied. You are a fool, Jane. You're a fool. And you're precious. And it's perfectly painful to read. Then, of course, all at once the impossible is happening. In chapter 23, just as you feel you must part from everything you've had the brazen audacity to ever want or need, he says that he loves you. Before you can bring yourself to believe him, marriage is in the works. And the very day that is to happen, as you stand there ready to walk through the door... Into all of your dreams, the truth is exposed. There's a crazy wife locked up in the attic, and all your fragile hopes are to be locked up with her to wither and die. So you run. You just leave. Finally. A smarter woman would have fled long before this, Jane, I've got to tell you. You do what you must, and you live how you can, from poverty and sleeping in the dirt to being taken in by the kindness of strangers to receiving an inheritance that no one saw coming. Circumstances change for you. Like they do. Externals are dependent upon banks, connections, opportunity, and weather. They change. Sometimes what is internal never does. Such was the case with you when you returned to find your beloved Mr. Rochester stripped of home and hearth. He had tried to save that crazy woman until he lost everything, including his eyesight in the process. And this is when you say it. Mr. Rochester, if ever I did a good deed in my life, if ever I thought a good thought, if ever I prayed a sincere and blameless prayer, if ever I wished a righteous wish, I am rewarded now to be your wife is for me, to be as happy as I can be on earth. And he, finding you impossibly delightful, because you are, Jane, you are, says, because you delight in sacrifice, and you tell him, sacrifice? What do I sacrifice? Famine for food, expectation for content, to be privileged to put my arms around what I value, to press my lips to what I love, to repose on what I trust, is that to make a sacrifice? If so, then certainly. I do delight in sacrifice. Believe me when I tell you, Jane, that never in my entire life has anything wrecked me like chapter 37 of this book that Charlotte Bronte brought you to life in. Not ever. I feel quite strongly that the Lord sometimes leads us to read things at the time they'll be the most profound and pertinent. 
He uses art like he's the master of all beauty or something. Shocking. And you just made sense, Jane. You just made sense. Love like that is absolutely possible. And this is how it is when you love someone. There is no such thing as practical reasoning. In fact, it renders itself absolutely ridiculous because ultimately the best thing for you is just being where they are. And it was in that moment, reading these words blurry and surrounded by crumpled tissue, that the Lord slipped into the room with me and wrapped me in those everlasting arms and began to speak. I want you to love me like that. And he does. He wants me to love him so much that nothing else matters. Not what people think. Not what it will cost me. Not the details of how it will work or when or why. So much that I don't hear anything else. So much that I don't see anything else. So much that the thought of being parted from him constricts my breathing so much that nothing he requires could ever feel like a sacrifice because he knows that the best thing for me is being where he is. This is the bottom line. This is why you can get out of bed and throw away your tissues and do all you can for him and wait for his word and go where he sends you because the best thing for you is always being where he is. And while your heart is deceitful and wicked on its greatest day, his grace is sufficient on its worst. Following your heart is never a bad idea when it leads you to his. So thank you, Jane. Thank you for being honest with your heart and strong in your principles and reminding me that the most important thing about any love we share with each other is that it reflects the love he's shown to us. It doesn't matter so much how anything ends when you know that everything is a beginning. New grace, new steps, new journeys, and new strength awaits me. Don't worry, though. No matter how he writes this new story, I won't ever forget my old books. Sincerely yours, Linda. You've been listening to He Said, She Said, where whether we actually got around to discussing any books or chatting with any bros or not, we are, now and always, so glad you stopped by to listen. We hope your time here cemented the truth found in the best book ever written and deepened your relationship with a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Thank you for pressing play. Thank you for making space. We'll catch you next week. Same time, same place. Mm-hmm.